pray about anything but in everything by prayer and petition. With thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Thanks for joining us today. This is the Hour of Intercession. I'm Pastor Joseph Parker. We invite you to look with us in the Word of God to begin with in the book of Exodus, Exodus chapter 20, beginning at verse 1. And God spoke all these words, saying, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourself a carved image, any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth. You shall not bow down to them nor serve them. For I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children to the third and fourth generations of those who hate me, but showing mercies to thousands to those who love me and keep my commandments. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord your God. In it you shall do no work, you nor your son, nor your daughter, nor your male servant, nor your female servant, nor your cattle, nor your stranger who is within your gates. For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea and all that is in them, and rested the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. Honor your father and your mother, that your days may be long upon the land which the Lord your God is giving you. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. You shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife, nor his male servant, nor his female servant, nor his ox, nor his donkey, nor anything that is your neighbor's. Verses 1 through 17, Exodus chapter 20. Then looking briefly in the book of Psalms, Psalm 127, beginning at verse 1. Unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain who build it. Unless the Lord guards the city, the watchman stays awake in vain. It is vain for you to rise up early, to sit up late, to eat the bread of sorrows, for so he gives his beloved sleep. Behold, children are a heritage from the Lord. The fruit of the womb is a reward. Like arrows in the hand of a warrior, so are children of one's youth. Happy is the man who has his quiver full of them. They shall not be ashamed, but shall speak with their enemies in the gate. And then finally, then looking in the book of Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 6, beginning at verse 1. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with you, and you may live long on the earth. And you fathers do not provoke your children to wrath, but bring them up in the training and admonition of the Lord. Ephesians 6, 1 to 4. Father, thank you once again for the wonderful privilege of knowing you, being able to serve you and follow you and walk with you each and every day. Hallelujah. Thank you for your goodness, your grace, your mercy, and your love. Father, we thank you for the wonderful news that we've heard that Roe v. Wade has been overturned, and we thank and praise you for how that you did that, Lord. You worked through your people who are your hands and feet, but you brought that about, Lord. We thank you and we rejoice over this wonderful, blessed news. And Lord, Father, we thank you for the fact that even though it was a mistake from the beginning 50 years ago, but we thank you, Lord, for how that you've worked through your church to bring about 
moving towards the righting of a wrong. We thank you. We praise you. Hallelujah. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your mercy. And thank you for blessing us to be able to see this special and blessed day. Father, we thank you for the privilege and the honor to have our guests that are on today. Anoint them with a fresh anointing. Use them more and more to be bright, shining witnesses in the places you've called them to. And Lord, help us all to be mindful, Lord, that you desire to show your glory through us every day. Our job is to simply be available vessels. We thank you and we praise you, Lord. Anoint the broadcast with an even greater anointing. Bless it indeed. Expand its territory. Cause your hand to be mightily upon it. Keep it from evil that it may not cause pain. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Thank you again for listening to the Hour of Intercession. Rick Robertson is our producer. He's going to lead us in a word of prayer at this time. Father, we come to praise you today. You've shown so much mercy to this nation today. We thank you. You're such a kind God, a loving God. Father, we pray for um, uh, this nation of ours that you would continue to move in a mighty way, that you would send revival to this land, that we might honor you, that we might be a shining light on the hill that would bring you much honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Rick. And thank you again for being a part of our family. And as we uh, mentioned in prayer, that we thank God for the wonderful news that Roe v. Wade has been overturned. And we thank God for how that by his grace and mercy he's used his people and the church of the Lord Jesus Christ to bring that about. And again, it's be sure that you understand clearly it's good news because, uh, again, now it doesn't mean that abortion is altogether outlawed in our nation completely, but there will be many fewer places now that people can go and have abortion. So our job is not complete. Our job is to continue to work towards the ending of legalized abortion in our nation and in our world. And so in many ways, our, our work is just beginning uh, the work of pregnancy clinics, again, is all the more important now. And there's a great need for the church to see the need to, uh, in love, aggressively come along, coming alongside and supporting and working with pregnancy clinics who will be helping these precious women who find themselves pregnant at a difficult time in their lives. Remember, every child is precious. Every child is from the hand of God. Every child, God has a destiny, an important destiny for them. So let us, as the church, to just to really turn the heat up and do more to help support the, the work of Standing for Life and support the work of pregnancy clinics in our communities, in our nation, and in our world. We praise God for his goodness and grace. We are very blessed and honored to have with us once again. We've had the privilege of having them before, but it's been a while, so we're grateful to have them back with us once again. Joshua Sr., uh, Joshua Jr., and Malika. Um, see the gang, they're all excited to hear that they're back with us. Um, would mention Joshua Jr. and Malika were, once again, they were contestants in our Ten Commandments Project Pro-Life Speech Contest. Both of them did a wonderful job, and we're going to have the privilege of hearing both their speeches on the broadcast today. So, so Joshua Sr., Joshua Jr., and Malika, how are you all today? Wonderful. Thank all right. you. Oh, an honor to have you once again. And it's always fun and a blessing and a privilege to have you on. Uh, you all are such wise servants of the Lord, and we're grateful to have you on. So, uh, Joshua, I want to ask if you would, as we, just as we begin, if you pray for parents, because amongst other things, one of our goals here is as you share about your journey in, in 
the discipleship of your children and specifically in their participating in this project, there will be parents that will hear things and learn things and be encouraged. So would you, Josh, as we begin, pray for parents that are listening today as we begin. Right. Let's pray. Dearest Heavenly Father, we, we praise your name, Lord God. We thank you for being mighty and holy, perfect in all your ways. Father, we thank you that you've blessed us with family. What an amazing creation, this institution of family that you've given us. Yes, Lord. And I just thank you, Father, that you've chosen um, us, that we don't even deserve such a, a blessed, precious gift as the children that you give us. But you. as you do give us these children, and we realize more and more about the relationship we have with you, our Father. I pray for each one of us parents, the, the moms and the dads, as we learn how to do this and as we move through life and these new experiences of raising these beautiful children, these gifts that you've given us, I pray that you give us hope and that you give us courage and you help us to keep our eyes focused on you, that we would fear and obey you and not be worried about what the world thinks about how we raise our children or what the world thinks about what we teach our children, but we only focus on what you have for us, Father, that we stand strong and we'd stand strong like David against Goliath and against these big enemies that want to hurt our children. Help us to protect them, to be strong. And I ask, Father, that each and every day that we cherish the time we have with them, that we sow into their lives by your Spirit, your Word, and your truth, that they would grow and raise up to be mighty men and women of you, to do great things for your kingdom. We thank you for the privilege of being able to disciple them and encourage them and love them and cherish them in this life you've given us, Father. We give you all praise and we worship you in the name of your Son, the name of Yeshua, Jesus the Messiah. Amen. 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 Thank you, Joshua. And uh, once again, because of schedule reasons, we didn't have the privilege of having your wife and Joshua and Malika's mom on, but one day we're going to work it out so that we can get her on as well. So we'll look yes. forward to that. So, But thank you again for taking the time to be with us, you and the children as well. Now, now remind me again, what are Joshua and Malika's ages again? I'm nine, and my birthday is on July 14th. Okay, I'm, so you I'm, have a birthday coming up then. Okay. I'm seven, and, and I'm turning eight in August, August 7th. Okay. All right. Howard's excited to hear about both birthdays. So you all have some birthday parties coming up in a few weeks, both of you. So that's great to hear. So, mm-hmm. All right. Well, well, Joshua, just a few questions I wanted to ask you before we hear from the speeches and hear from the children as well. Uh, specifically, Joshua, can you say how how do you feel like the children, the two of them, have been encouraged in their relationship with Christ as they participated in the Ten Commandments speech contest. Yeah, um, Pastor, I think that really as they begin to look into these commandments and look into what they mean, and I think it helps them to realize that, you know, that God is, is a powerful and mighty God. He's a just God, and He expects us to be holy as He is holy, He's loving and he's kind, but I feel like that as they've learned specifically about this one and having to do with uh, life and abortion, that it's precious. And I feel they've been encouraged to really understand the preciousness of life, and it's, it's really timely because they have a baby brother now. Mm-hmm. So they look at this baby brother, and they, can think, they think, like, how can somebody take that away? 
That's right. You know, it's such a precious life. And then they can see, like, firsthand mm-hmm. life and how precious it is and how precious the Father has given us this gift. So I feel like it's encouraged them in that respect and their and their relationship with Him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Josh, one of the things I think of, too, is that when parents really grasp the fact that, well, first and foremost, of course, we're commanded by the Lord to, d- to disciple our children. But the fact is, there's so much that's fun about discipling children and exciting and encouraging. And we take the time to really help them come to know Christ and help them to learn how to grow in their faith. Parents that just haven't made it a priority, they don't know what they're missing, do they? That's right. They do not. <laughs> Nothing like it. That's Nothing right. like it at all. All right. Well, were you surprised that Joshua and Ormalaika were wanted to be involved in the speech contest? So on one hand, I was not, because they love doing this kind of thing. They love to, to talk about things and to get involved in things, and they really enjoyed uh, the, the first contest that they were involved with. But on the other hand, I was interested and in, in a bit surprised that they were, because it's a very deep and interesting topic, mm-hmm. um, the topic of abortion, and it's hard to try to explain. But it's happening and um, they're being uh, exposed to it and many other things in life. So giving them the right perspective through the Word of God is important, and I was proud and uh, glad to hear that they would be involved in it. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'm, I'm so glad that you did have them to be involved. I'm glad that they were involved as well. And, you know, I think of this fact that even though there are those parents that might think they really want to shelter their children from the reality of this issue— it's important for us as parents to realize our children are actually faced with it in a world that's been full of it in so many ways. Uh, I'm reminded of the fact that my wife was once doing a children's message, and she wasn't talking about abortion at all. She asked the children what they were thankful for, but two little ones, two little children both said, I'm thankful my mama didn't abort me. So that's a reality in the world we live in. But we're going to pick up right here on the other side. Our phone guests today are Joshua Sr., Joshua Jr., and Malika Davis. We'll be right back. Toby Mack with It's You. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. Again, our phone guests today are Joshua Sr., Joshua Jr., and Malika. And again, Joshua Jr. and Malika were participants 
in our Ten Commandments Pro-Life Speech Contest, and both of them did a great job. And so we're going to talk to Malika. Uh, Malika, how are you doing today? Great. That's good. Great to have you once again on the broadcast. And uh, see again how excited the gang are there. Looking forward to hearing your speech and hearing from you as well. So, so Malika, we're going to listen to your speech, and then I'm going to come back, and we're going to talk about your speech and get a chance to give you a chance to answer some questions about it too, okay? So we'll be right back with you in just a few. Hi, I'm Malika Davis. Today we will be talking about abortion. So abortion is when babies can get killed in the stomach, when they're just born, maybe when they're only like a couple seconds old. I have a baby brother, he's 11 months old. 11 months ago, he could have had, he could have had an abortion. My mom had to go through three births, three times in the hospital, birthing me, my ba- and my two brothers. So that makes three of us. My dad and mom are very confident about things. So my, my life was very fun when I was a baby. I can't really remember, but I know it was fun. I'm glad that I didn't go through an abortion when I was a baby, because I do not, because I did not want to miss what I have been through in my life. And the sixth, um, the sixth, the sixth commandment is do not murder. And please do not murder. Once you go up, whoever is watching this, Please don't murder at all. Murdering is very bad. And and me in my heart decide if I have to choose in your life. Please do not murder, okay? It's very strict. I do not want people to murder. It really breaks my heart. Thank you. And please don't murder. Goodbye. Like that is a great speech, a powerful speech, and it really blesses me each time I've heard it. So thank you again for doing such a great, great job. And Pete and the gang, again, they really, really enjoyed it too. So now tell me, Malika, now again, you said you're seven years old, right? Yes, sir. Okay. And so you'll be eight in August. Yes, sir. Okay. Why did you decide to get in the Ten Commandments Pro-Life Speech Contest? What made you decide you wanted to do that? I wanted to try something new, and I did want to win, too. Mm-hmm. And I've never really gotten to do a kind of speech before, so I got interested. Mm. Well, again, I'm so glad that you did, because as I said, that was such a powerful speech. And uh, I hope that you're going to one day, you and Joshua will both get a chance to do them maybe at your church or in Sunday school or in other places as well as here on the radio. So. Again, you did a great job. Did you learn anything that you didn't already know when you were preparing and getting ready to do your speech? Yes. What did you learn? I learned, I learned that um, abortions can fail. They can. Because um, one time I heard on the radio while I was in the car, they said, said that a couple abortions failed. Mm-hmm. And I was confused. So I did get to learn that abortions could fail. Mm. Well, I'm glad you learned some things. You know, it's good to research the the Bible, the Word of God, and to research other information that helps you better learn about topics like this. And so I'm grateful again that you did take the time to 
get involved because when other pe- other people who've heard your speech have been blessed and they probably learned some things that they didn't know as well. So how would you say uh, being involved with the speech contest, how did it help you grow in your relationship with Jesus? Well, I was interested with Jesus ever since I was five or three. And I did want to learn a lot about him. So the more I get to learn about him, the more I can grow with him. And when I get to be an adult, I can hold a contest, too. And just in case, if little children know a couple of things, then I can learn a couple of things from Jim. <laughs> <laughs> You're exactly right, Malika. You're exactly right. Thank you. Thank you very much, then. So uh, I'll tell you what, you were going to read some scriptures for us. And so okay. let's see, um, you're going to read first Psalm 23. Is that correct? Okay, please go ahead. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Though I walk through the valley of shadow and death, I will Fear no evil, for you are with me. <coughs> Bless you. Thank you. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You're, you prepare a table before me in, in, the, in the presence of my enemies. You... You anoint my head with oil, my cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me through all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. All right. Thank you, Malika. You're an excellent reader. Thank you for sharing those two, that scripture with us. Uh, and would you go ahead and say a word? I want to ask you to pray for children that might be listening and for children in the world period. Would you say a prayer for them, please? Yes, sir. Dear Heavenly Heavenly Father, we thank you for this glorious day that we have. I thank you for for making children before. You have made a giant generation, and, and kids who are hearing this will get interested in you. Us children can help other children can combine in um relationship with you, God. We are children who can help other children grow a nation. Us children are are also made not just to be a child and learn, to help learn for God and God learn for us and to help other children have a relationship with God. My my heart thinks that I can help other people all the way from Russia uh, to North America help um help have a relationship with God. Do and sometimes I might want to think of going to Australia sometimes or deep under the ocean. Amen. 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 Thank you, Malika. Uh, you're going to read one more scripture for Psalm 100 before we, we uh, let you go there? 
Okay. <laughs> Make a joyful shout to the Lord, all you, all you land. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates of thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endures to all generations. All right. Thank you, Malak. Again, you're a great reader. Thank you so much for sharing those passages, and thanks again for sharing today. Okay. All right. You're welcome. Well, we're going to hear from uh, Joshua Jr. now. Uh, Joshua, how are you today? I'm doing really good, Mr. Joseph. All right. We're grateful to have you on once again, and we're going to listen to your speech, uh, your pro-life speech, and then we're going to come back and talk with you as well. So we'll be right back with you. Okay. So uh, today we're going to talk about my speech that I'm putting in. So one, we, the sixth commandment is not to murder, and abortion is about murdering. We don't want to kill our babies. We want to keep them alive. Because first off, you can like be a person, you have a baby, and then if you kill it, you can break the family line that you wish to have. Like if you keep your babies, then you can make a whole family line. Like you and your son and your grandchildren, your great grandchildren, your great great grandchildren, and then you can be, and then you can have descendants and they all call you ancestor like for example Adam and Eve Adam and Eve are the ancestor of an entire world because first off they bore Cain and Abel and Seth and then they had a bunch of other people until they all died except for except for Noah and his children and then after that Noah bore Noah replanted the earth with humans and then they keep going on until today. So this is why we do not kill our babies in front, well not in front, but like, we don't kill our babies. So if you kill a baby, you can break the whole family line. Like if you have multiple babies, then you then your family line is likely gonna be like big. So um, this is my speech. I'd like to talk more. I hope you like it. Like and subscribe if this is a YouTube video. All right. That's Red the Rooster. He's signing off. He enjoyed your speech as well. Great speech, Joshua. Thank you so much. And again, you sound like a combination between a college professor and a preacher there. So thank you again. There's Kitty, the church cat, as well. So, well, I'm going to ask you a few questions as well, Joshua, about your speech. Um, uh, can you tell me what made you decide you wanted to be involved in the Ten Commandments speech contest? Well, I said that I wanted to gain a little more knowledge with, um, with the Ten Commandments and then be closer to God. Mm, that's and good. Be saved from the destruction and revelations. Mm. Okay. Well, thank you. Again, we're grateful, again, that you did decide to be involved. 
And, uh, you know, interesting to note that you you sort of approached your speech in a way that's a little different from most others, which was fine because, uh, again, but you touched on some very real issues that abortion and amongst other things can cut off potential families way down the line. And so, again, that's a very, that's a very real issue that's addressed in Scripture as well. So now – did you learn anything new that you didn't already know as you were preparing to do your speech? I didn't know that um, babies wait. I didn't know that babies could be killed in the stomach. Hmm. I thought it was just only outside. Okay. Because what I thought when if they were killed in the stomach, that means they were that means the mother would have been too, right? Hmm. Well, that's one way to look at it. So okay. So you did learn some new things, so that's that's good as well. So, well, uh, how would you say that being involved in the speech contest helped you grow in your relationship with the Lord Jesus? How? Mm-hmm. Because of, because when I know the more evil things, I know how to prevent them, hmm. so that I can get closer to to being saved from the revelation destruction. Mm, okay, okay, well, good to hear that as well. So uh, can you tell me what are some things you think the church could do to help more children and young people come to know Jesus and to grow in their faith? What's, what are some suggestions you could give to the church and to believers I, about that? I think I have like two reasons. One is that um, children can go to church earlier. Second, children's moment can be longer, and instead of just children's moment, there could be, like, baby moments. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. 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 You, when you say children's moments, is that like a, a special sermon for the children in your church? Yes. I see. Okay. That's good. That's good. All righty. Well, uh, l- can you tell me if you— what are some things you would encourage children and young people to pray for about in our world today? Pray for their brothers and um, relatives to not be killed in their birth if they're still in the stomach of mm. their mother. I'm sorry. Okay. All right. All righty. Well, again, um, really appreciate you the fact that you did participate, and uh, we're coming on coming up on a break in just a few moments here. So, on the other side, you're going to read some scripture for us. I believe you're going to read Psalm 121. And Hebrews chapter 11, verses 1 through 12. Is that right? Yes, please. All righty. But again, we're really grateful that you and your sister Malika have been on and grateful that you all have a baby brother as well to help take care of. And so grateful that you're willing to speak, be spokespersons for the Lord and for God's kingdom because God can use anyone, any believer that wants to be available. God is glad to use them. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession. Our phone guests today are Joshua Sr., Joshua Jr., and Malika. We'll be right back.
listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. We're blessed and privileged to have as our phone guest today uh, Joshua Sr., Joshua Jr., and Malika Davis. Again, uh, Joshua and Malika were participants in our Ten Commandments Pro-Life Speech Contest. And, of course, the two speeches you heard were from Malika and uh, Joshua. Both of them did great jobs with their speeches. Uh, So, Joshua, uh, you're going to read, to begin with, Psalm 121 for us, right? Okay, go right ahead. I lift up my eyes to the hills. Where does my help come from? My help comes from Yahweh, my maker of the heavens and earth. He does not allow your foot to be moved. He who watches over you does not slumber. See, he who is guarding Israel neither slumbers nor sleeps. Yahweh is your guard. Yahweh is your shade at your right hand. The sun does not strike you by day, nor the moon by night. Yahweh guards you from all evil. He guards your being. Yahweh guards your you going out and you coming in now and forever. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Josh. Again, you two are an excellent reader. We appreciate you sharing that. Now, again, um, you said you are nine years old now then? Uh, Joshua. Mr. Pastor. Pardon me. Yes, Mr. Pastor. Okay, and you, uh, you said you have a birthday in just a few weeks, right? Yes, Mr. Pastor. All right, so it'll be so you'll be ten. So again, thank you again for being with us. Now you're going to read Hebrews chapter eleven, verses one to twelve. Okay. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen. For if by it the elders obtained a good testimony. By faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word, word of God, so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. By faith Abel offered a Offered to God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, through which he obtained witness that he was righteous. God testifies of his gift, and he being dead still speaks. By faith, Enoch was took 
was taken away, that he did not see death, and he was not found, because God has taken him. But before he, before he was taken, he had the testimony that he pleased God. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he comes to God, must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder to those who diligently seek him. By faith, Noah, being divinely warned of these things not seen yet, but not yet seen yet, moved with godly fear, prepared an ark for the saving of his household, by which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is according to faith. By faith, obeyed, by faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to go to this place where he would receive an inheritance. But he went out not knowing where he was going. By faith, he dwelt in the land of promise as in a foreign country, dwelling in the tents with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with them of the same promise. For he waited for the city which had foundations whose builder and maker is God. By faith, Sarah herself also received strength to conceive seed, and she bore a child when she was past the age, because he, she judged him faithfully who had promised who had promised. Therefore, from one man as him as good as death were born as many as the stars of the sky in multitude, innumerable as the sands which is by the seashore. And I finished. Okay, can you hear me, Josh? Okay, then. Josh, a great job. Thanks so much again for uh, sharing those passages. And you know, that passage actually touched on what you, something that you touched on in your speech about the importance of having ancestors, you know, letting, having children and ancestors that live for the Lord. So, again, great, great Thank job. You. Joshua, would you take time to pray for children that they would come to know Jesus and grow up in their faith and anything else that's on your heart to pray for as well? Okay, let's pray. We'll bow our heads and close your eyes. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this wonderful day that we have. We will have a great day tomorrow. We thank you, Lord, for this wonderful day that we have today. Please bless, bless you. Stop the abortion of which mothers are are using to take over the world. Please bless that we will have a great day from which every day. Please bless Mama, Daddy, Daddy, Monica, and Jaira. And please bless the children, friends and family, and the children, even our enemies, in the name of Yeshua. Amen. 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 Joshua, thank you so much. Again, you and Malaika, we're so grateful that you all were able to be on with us. And I look forward to having you all to come back and read Scripture for us again in the future as well, okay? Thank you very much. All right. All right. We're going to speak back to your dad again, uh, Joshua Sr. Uh, Joshua, can you hear me okay? Yes, sir. All right. Well, again, thank you all so much for being, uh, having the children to come on and to share both. Uh, we had the chance to hear their speeches and hear from them as well. Josh, I want to ask you this question, too. How do you think any child or youth could benefit from participating in this kind of project spiritually? I think that 
it's a matter of um, learning about what's inside of them mm-hmm. and being encouraged and finding courage in themselves and realizing that the courage that they can have is contagious and it can provide courage for other children as well. Mm-hmm. And I feel also that it's important for children to be able to express themselves, mm-hmm. be able to voice their opinion and be heard. And, um, and, and uh, the public speaking element, too, having the courage to be able to speak. And all these things are important for young youth to, to know their identity. Number one, their identity in the Messiah, but mm-hmm. also their identity as a person, being able to share that. And then people will see, the, again, that courage that they have. And uh, I think that all around that the youth will be encouraged. Mm-hmm. Well, I appreciate you sharing those words of encouragement for parents. And, and you know, something I want to say to all parents listening, on a, uh, on a fairly regular basis, we on the broadcast, we're encouraging parents to start the habit of having each of their children to read three chapters out loud in the Bible in their home, have each of their children do that. And one of the reasons being is because uh, along with other steps that we take to disciple our children, planting God's Word in our children's minds and hearts, that can't be overstated. Yet, sadly, there are many a parent that they mean well and do many things to bless and encourage their children, but helping them to fill their minds and their hearts with the Word for too many parents, it's not a priority, and they don't realize what they're missing out on. So to every parent listening, I would encourage you, if you don't have that habit of having the children to read three chapters out loud to you every day, it may take all of 12 to 15 minutes for each child. But remember, the planning of God's Word in the mind and the heart of your children, I can't overemphasize how important that is. And remember, if you just assign them to do it, sometimes children will do it, and sometimes they'll go to the room and play video games or do something else. So when you when they read to you, Dad or Mom, you know they did it. So I would encourage every parent to prayerfully consider starting that habit in your home. Josh, just one last question I wanted to ask you uh, here. What are some insights that you believe the Lord has taught you and that you've learned about helping and encouraging your children in their walk with Christ? Anything that comes to mind that you'd like to share with other parents? So the thing that that always seems to strike home with me um, when when talking with the children, whether it was the Ten Commandments speech or the pro-life speech, was I feel that the more we learn about our Father and His relationship with us, the more we learn about Him, the closer we are to Him and learn of His ways and of His mercy and justice and love, and, and it helps us to really understand everything He's done for us. And I feel like He, he teaches me through the relationship I have with my own children, the relationship he has with me as his child. Mm-hmm. And so learning these things and going through this, it gives me a, a greater appreciation and a deeper understanding as I continue to, to realize that relationship as the child that I am. Mm. All right. Well, again, Joshua, thank you so much again for having taken the time just to share your thoughts and your insights on your journey as a dad. And as I mentioned before, we're we look forward to whenever your wife and their mom can be with us next time, but we're really grateful that you all took the time to be with us today. And, Father, thank you for Joshua Sr., thank you for Joshua Jr., thank you for uh, Malika, thank you for their uh, their youngest child, uh, the baby, thank you for Sister Davis as well, and thank you for your hand of grace upon them as a family. Father, anoint them afresh with the spirit of joy anoint them afresh with the spirit of peace. Lord, use them more and more as a bright, shining family that's 
standing as ambassadors for your kingdom, individually and collectively as a family. Use them more and more for your glory. Bless the family, their family indeed. Expand their territory. Cause your hand to be mightily upon them. Keep them from evil. They may not cause pain. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Amen. And as we, as we normally do before we end the broadcast, if you're listening today and you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, today is a great day, a wonderful day to be saved, a wonderful day to accept Christ as your Lord and Savior. If you'd like to be saved and give your life to the Lord today, would you simply pray this prayer with me out loud? Lord Jesus, thank you for loving me so much that you came to this world a long time ago. You lived. You died on the cross to pay for my sins. Three days later, you rose up from the dead so that I could be saved. Lord, I confess, I've sinned and done wrong in many, many ways. Lord, I repent and I turn from all the wrong I've done. Forgive me, Lord, for all the wrong things I've done. Lord Jesus, Come into my heart. Be my Lord and Savior. Make me the person you want me to be. In the Bible, you told us, whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Right now, Lord, I'm calling on your name. Lord, save me. Fill me with your spirit. Help me to live my whole life for you. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, we'd very much like to hear from you. My email is joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. We'd like to share with you some literature and resources that will help you to begin to grow and grow strong in your new walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. So again, the email, joseph at afr.net. And to all of our listeners, if you'd like any of the prayer resources or the discipleship tools that we provide, we're glad to share them with any listener that would like them. That's a part of what they're for. They're both evangelism and discipleship tools that you can use. Well, Joshua Sr., Joshua Jr., and Malika, thank you all once again for being with us. You did a great job. Thank you for taking the time to be with us today, okay? Thank you. Bye. All right. Thank you so much. And I'm going to ask all of our listeners, pray much for Joshua and his family. Again, beautiful family in the Lord. And let's pray much for God to raise up more and more just Christian families that will boldly stand for the kingdom and the word and the will of God. Thanks for listening. Join us again next time for the Hour of Intercession. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast do not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.